0: to The $100 MBA Show, business lessons you need to build the business you want every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company. I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, we answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Hey Omar, love the podcast. I have a very specific question. My business is based in Europe, but I want to ask you, should I charge for my product in U.S. dollars? I see a lot of software products like mine charging in US dollar on their pricing page. I'm wondering, should I do the same? What's the rationale behind this? Or should I just stick to my local currency? Appreciate the advice, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon, for your question. For anybody running a business outside the US, this is actually a question they're gonna have to ask themselves at some point, a decision they have to make. And I'm going to walk you through the pros and cons of this decision, how to come up with a decision that's right for you. There's a rationale behind why so many companies choose to just stick with charging in US dollar. I'll walk you through that and more so that you can set your currency for your pricing and feel confident in that choice. Let's get into it, let's get down to business. You love The $100 MBA Show because it's short and it's to the point. We get straight to the advice you came for so you can start applying it to your business. Well, what if business coaching was just like that? What if there was an online business coaching program that focused strictly on what you need to do and held you accountable? And that's it, no fluff, no busy work, just personal guidance from an experienced entrepreneur. That's Mission Control, my exclusive new coaching program. Most coaching programs waste time with non-essential work. But Mission Control is all about doing what gets results and nothing else. Mission Control is a 52-week program where I personally guide you to the business outcomes you're looking for, with no detours or side alleys along the way. Each week, we check your progress based on metrics we establish and give you action items to move you closer to your goal. That's it. Now, because I personally coach each Mission Control client, I can only accept 50 signups for the year. Don't miss your chance. Learn more at 100mba.com net slash mc that stands for mission control again that's one zero zero MBA.net slash mc having the right tools to run your business is really important and that's why we recommend zero zero is the easiest most powerful accounting software we know and the reason why we know is because we're big users we run all our businesses with zero it integrates with our banking all our financial apps and payment processors. It's easy for us. It's easy for our bookkeepers and accountants, and it's built for business owners, not financial nerds. If you want to make it easy on yourself to handle the numbers, check out Zero. Go to Zero—that's x e Xero.com slash podcasts. Before the internet, Most businesses would just charge their local currency because their customers were local. And a big part of that decision was because their expenses were in local currency. So for example, if you're in Europe and your local currency is the Euro, you would charge in Euro, and of course, all your bills in your local business would be in Euro. So this would make finances, your P&L, your profit and loss sheet so much easier. That's just how things were, simple. But now with the internet and having the ability to have customers around the world, especially with a software product like Sharon's, charging in your local currency may not be the best thing for your customer or your business. So to discuss this topic, let's break down the options. Option number one is you just stick with one currency that you charge your customers, whether it's U.S. dollars or it's your local currency. The other option is choosing just U.S. dollars. So anybody that buys your product is being charged in US dollars. And the third option, of course, is offering both. There are many people that offer both options, especially in software where they read the IP of that visitor to your website. They say, oh, you're in Europe, so let me display the prices in euros. And of course, they can toggle between euros and dollars if they wish. Now, with this option, you have to understand that you might think, oh, this is perfect. This is the best of both worlds, right? The customer can choose to choose in euros or in dollars. Yes, but this is not so great for you as the business because the value exchange is going to differ. What do I mean by that? Let's say the euro is down like it is right now. Somebody who's paying you in euros for the price of your product is actually paying less or giving you less value, monetary value, than somebody paying in U.S. dollars. And because currencies can fluctuate in value, you can't change the prices of your products constantly to reflect that. So yes, you're doing a courtesy to your customers, but what a lot of companies do is they actually charge higher prices with non-U.S. currency. Why? Because to accommodate for this fluctuation or volatility in currency. Now, if you are somebody who tracks currencies or foreign exchanges, You know, in the last year to two years, currencies have really fluctuated a lot. And it can mean a lot of money lost for your business because of this. So it's not an exact science, but the safest thing that companies do is they actually charge more. So I'll give you an example. Let's say your product is $100 US. Let's say that translates at a certain time to 90 euros. They would charge 100 euros to kind of accommodate for the fluctuation. So we just discussed the challenges of option number three. Let's talk about option number two, where you just charge in your local currency, in this example, euros. If you have customers that are based in the US and are familiar or work with the US dollar or companies that use the US dollar as their metric of finance, this can be a little bit problematic. This might turn away customers, especially in the B2C world, because they're not really sure what the Euro exchange rate is. It may cause them to hesitate. Some credit cards even decline payments because most people are not being charged in Euros. Their transactions are usually in US dollar because they're in the US. Even if they're not in the US, uh, banks are a lot more used to people buying things in US dollar versus other currencies. Sometimes it requires a customer to call them. I can say, okay, please charge this uh, charge. This is too much friction. So a lot of people tend to say, hey, I'm going to go with the US dollar, which is option number one. Now, why do people do this And I'll give you the simple answer. That People do this because the U.S. dollar has been the most stable currency, or the strongest currency, I should say, because they are the largest economy. This is the situation right now in today's day and age in business. This may change, but for right now, the rest of the world follows what happens economically in the U.S. What that means is when interest rates go up in the U.S., currencies around the world are impacted. So a lot of people during a recession or as they're approaching a recession will convert their money into U.S. dollars or local money so that they feel a sense of security if there is volatility with currency or inflation. It's not an asset or gold, but in the world of currencies and finances, the U.S. dollar is the most stable of the currencies. This means if the euro value goes down and you're charging in U.S. dollar, you're still making The same amount of money, if not more, when you convert it back to euros and the euro is what you're paying your bills in. So it's almost like you're getting a surplus of cash. Now, of course, your exchange rate can change, meaning what the dollar is worth in your local currency can decrease. So, for example, the U.S. dollar is one5 Australian dollars. But a month ago, it was 1.7. That's a significant difference when you look at scale, when you look at thousands of dollars in the year. So your expenses can get more expensive. This is why most SaaS companies, software companies, online companies choose one of the two options. Option one, which is only U.S. currency, the only charge in U.S. currency, or they offer a variety of currencies, euro, Canadian dollar, Australian dollar, U.S. dollar. And then they increase the price of the product in the non-US dollar choices to buffer any volatility. I got more on today's Q&A Wednesday, but before that, let me share with you some of our favorite tools. We all know the power of an email list and growing our email list, but managing it, automating our emails, making sure they actually get into the inbox, that's where ConvertKit comes in. ConvertKit is an all-in-one email marketing platform. I've used a lot of different email marketing platforms, and we use ConvertKit for a reason. It just works. It does what you need it to do. It's simple. It's easy. And it keeps improving every single day. Plus, you can start for free. Go ahead to 100mba.net slash ConvertKit to get started we also love wp engine we host all our websites on wp engine and it's for good reason it's the best it's super fast it's secure and their support team is out of this world it's like having your own technicians on call 24 7. most of the time when i need something done and i get on chat they don't tell me what to do they just do it for me exactly what i want if you're hosting a website especially a wordpress website check out wp engine And as a listener of the show, you can get 20% off. Just go to WPENG.in slash MBA and use code WPE20OFF. WP Engine, the best way to host your website. So to sum up, if you're starting out and you don't have maybe the budget to program your pricing page to offer different currencies, to make sure that your payment processor is hooked up with these different currencies and charging these different currencies for different products, or you just don't have the time and you want to launch already, then charging in U.S. dollars is the fastest way, is the fastest way to get started. And then you can add the other currencies later. Of course, how this impacts your own business's finances, P&Ls, Revenue, profit, all that kind of stuff, talk to your accountant. This is not financial advice. I'm just sharing with you what I've learned along the way about charging in different currencies. Now, before I wrap up, I want to make one important point. It has to do with your expenses in your local currency. If you're living outside the US, when there's inflation, when the economy is on a downturn, like right now, and the other currencies, the non US currencies, are weaker than normal or down, in comparison to the U.S. dollar, things get more expensive. This is when you start seeing inflation in other countries. What used to cost X amount for a service or product or maybe a vendor they're using will go up. The price will go up because they're trying to combat the weaker currency that they're running on. So mind you, yes, you might be making more on the conversion if you're charging U.S. dollar, But you might have to revisit your pricing because your expenses are going to go up in your local area. This is, of course, if your expenses are in local currency. A lot of online businesses make sure all their expenses are in the same currency like U.S. dollar, like web hosting and tools and services. But if you have local employees in your team, they're probably getting paid in your local currency. So keep that in mind. Thanks so much for listening to The 100 MBA Show, and thanks to Sharon for asking today's question on Q&A Wednesday. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Hey, do you love the show? Do you get something out of it? Do you feel like it helps you every day? If so, help us out by sharing it on social. A quick tweet, a quick Facebook post, put it on LinkedIn, whatever. Just tell people to head on over to 100mba.net where they can subscribe to the podcast. Thank you in advance for doing that. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. If you haven't launched your business yet, if you haven't launched your products or services yet, this is not something you really need to worry about until you do, okay? First, get your customers, okay? Charge them any currency. Once you get the ball rolling, then you have idea validation. You know that people want what you have, and then you can make a decision based on what you learned in today's episode. But don't get bogged down in the details or have it stop you from launching. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.